Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. TickPick should be your first choice to buy football tickets because they save fans money by never charging any service fees ever. TickPick is the exclusive ticketing partner for Vegas Nation and Blue Wire Network. Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. It's time for another Vegas Nation podcast. You're listening to the Raiders postgame edition. You know, we're, we've all been emotionally impacted by what happened in that particular situation. But again, as the week went on, I feel like the men that are in that locker room right now um, collectively and individually got themselves to the point where what they do best is play football. And I thought they came here today and they played football and they played it well. And again, we just didn't execute to the point that where we have been the last two weeks or in a place that we would like to. And um, certainly we'll get back on a plane and address it tomorrow. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Vegas Nation post-game edition. It's your host here, Heidi Fang, and right now I'm joined with our writer, Adam Hill. We're going to get into this Raiders loss to the New York Giants, 23-16, the final score for MetLife Stadium. And in this game, there was a, a lot of mistakes made on the offensive side. Uh, Giants really capitalized. Before we get into everything, I want to remind everybody to click subscribe wherever you're listening. And also, we are brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the mobile app today. Get a bonus of up to $500 when you sign up. In addition, we're also presented to you by TickPick with Blue Wire. All right, Adam, so let's get into it. I kind of talked about it a little bit there. Derek Carr, just under 300 yards, so you'd think by the numbers maybe it was a productive day, but throws two picks to uh, Xavier McKinney, and uh, the Giants really capitalized off of the turnovers in this one, Adam. Yeah, for sure, and you know, a lot of times numbers can be misleading, especially with yardage totals uh, for quarterbacks. and. Um, in this case, I think that's that's the case because the Raiders were able to move the ball between the 20s and, and small chunks, but really no big plays, no explosive plays. The first time this year, uh, they didn't have a completion of over 25 yards. Uh, and then also they'd get it to the red zone by picking up, you know, yards here and there and moving the ball down the field and then not being able to do anything in the red zone. So inefficiency in the red zone turnovers that's a, a formula uh, for a loss and we haven't seen that out of the Raiders that much I mean we've seen the red zone struggles but we haven't seen the turnovers we haven't seen the missed throws and there was some really bad misses from Derek Carr a lot of times his feet just weren't set they're were moving uh, way too much in the pocket uh, wasn't just setting his feet and throwing uh, saw some frustration for sure and um, you know these days are going to happen uh, they seem to happen for the Raiders after the bye quite a bit. They seem to happen in spots where they really need a win in a big game in the second half of the season. That's what we've seen over the last couple of years. So the same problems that we've seen over the past kind of rear their ugly head in this loss to the Giants. And a lot of the narrative, especially when you listen to the postgame sound, as we just heard there in the open, uh, about some of the questions going on with the emotions with the team. Uh, that was Rich Basaccia there in the beginning. But when you hear about... You know, the struggles that the team went through, um, losing Henry Ruggs the way they did, the tragedy that all occurred around it with Tina Tintor losing her life um, in this car crash that happened um, on Monday night and into Tuesday morning with Henry Ruggs. When you think about all of that, even though all the players are saying on the script that it's not affecting them, 
to you, did you see that it was affecting them, whether it was even just his absence not being there or the emotions and all of it? I mean, it has to be. Well, right? I, mean, I think, yeah, it's, it's easy to say that for sure. And I know it's one of the questions I was posing to uh, the players and the coaches as, as we talked to them was, you know, you know that that's going to be the narrative. You know, that's what everybody's going to say. So why are they wrong? And and I think it was important for the Raiders to not blame this loss on that. And I think there was probably some some talk before they talked to the media to say, hey, don't pin this on emotion. Don't pin this on how we're feeling. Don't pin this on the distraction. But, um, yeah, when you see things show up that just haven't showed up any other point this year, that's where the fingers are going to be pointed. There's no question about it. And it's also understandable. Like there's. You know, if you're to say that they were distracted from preparing for the game because of everything going on, I think everybody would say, yeah, of course, that's the case. It's it's been distracting for the media. It's been distracting for fans. It's been, you know, tough to sleep at night. I think that's the case with everybody. And when you're that close to the situation as the players are, I think that's, uh, you know, amplified even more. So there's no question about it. Um, but I think there's also a, a, a pragmatic look at it to say, uh, yeah, there's distractions and yeah, it was tough to prepare and all those other things, but yeah, also you need a speed receiver. You need a guy that could extend the defense that could stretch out the safeties that could back them off the ball. Like that's, that's something that you need in your lineup. And that's something Henry Ruggs was last year when Henry Ruggs wasn't putting up big numbers. Statistically, uh, one of the things we talked about, he's still having a big impact on the game because the defense can't play you a certain way when Henry Ruggs has that threat over the top. And when he's not there, you don't have to play it. So uh, I, I think it's it's the emotional standpoint of not having him and, and everything that they went through, but also uh, the technical strategic standpoint of it, where you take a guy with that much speed out of the lineup, it changes how the defense uh, tries to attack you. And, and I think we saw some of that today as well. And we're going to get into what the Raiders have done to improve there on the offense and getting somebody that can take the top off, maybe still at 34 years old. That's Deshaun Jackson. We'll get into that a little bit, but I still wanted to continue with the game breakdown, Adam. So when you get into um, just what you were talking about earlier with the red zone, what can the Raiders do really to try to to work on that timing and chemistry with who they do have? In well, it's place? been a it's been a recurring theme. So I, I mean, I think they're they're working on it. They're trying uh, to find ways to get better. I've I've always thought that Foster Moreau should be more of a uh, target in the red zone. I, I've thought that that would work. I think uh, you saw them go to Hunter Renfro once in the red zone, and that worked uh, today. So I think that that could be successful. Um, but you really just, I mean, the key is, yeah, you've got to find things. You've got to self-scout. You've got to see what other teams are seeing in you uh, and how they're able to attack you and approach you and beat you in the red zone. You've got to try to figure that out. Um, but also it's just execution. I mean, let's let's look at some of the plays that didn't work in the red zone. One of them was Darren Waller getting wide open all by himself, standing in the field with nobody within 20 yards and Derek Carter missing the throw. Like that, that can't happen. That's got to change. And that's not anything you could adjust technically. That's just going out and making the simple throw that's there. And, you know, we haven't seen Derek Carr miss a lot of those throws this year, but he missed several today. Before we go to a break here, Adam, the AFC West is kind of shaping up to be very interesting right now. I believe every single team has five wins apiece. Now, the Chargers have that tiebreaker over the Raiders. So they're up at the top. Um, but it's become a very interesting division. What do you make of the look right now, the AFC West, and who is really going to be a competitor once it gets down to the wire? Yeah, I mean, I think this is kind of what we thought coming into the year. Well, actually, let me take that back. What we thought coming into the year was that 
there's going to be three pretty good teams and one elite team in Kansas City. And it's kind of shaped up. There's just four pretty good teams. Uh, and that's where we're at right now. So um, I think a lot of it, and it's very simple to say, and it, it's, you know, it doesn't take a lot of analysis to say the games between those divisional opponents are going to be massive, not only for tiebreakers, but also kind of gaining separation a little bit. And uh, we know that the uh, the Chargers have a leg up there in that regard on the uh, on the Chiefs by getting that win over them. But um, the Raiders have two opportunities against the Chiefs that they have to take advantage of, and one more against the Chargers as well uh, that they have to take advantage of. So. Uh, those are going to be very, very important games. They're really two game swings in a lot of cases, and um, we know one of those games is coming up with Kansas City and Las Vegas next week in prime time. Uh, it's an opportunity for the Raiders to, you know, put a little distance, put them behind, and kind of work on those other teams. And and you know, I'm sure Kansas City wants to come in and do the same to the Raiders. Kansas City every single week we think is going to be the week they break out. Just still hasn't happened yet. So. Maybe this just is just is what they are right now. Maybe it's still some of that Super Bowl loser hangover effect that we've seen so many times throughout the years. Um, I don't know. But if they don't fix it soon, it's probably just what they are. Uh, so I'm sure that they're going to want to make big strides here coming into a divisional game next week. All right. So we'll get into all of this and more when we come back on the other side of this break. And also we're going to hear from quarterback Derek Carr in his postgame news conference. So stay tuned right here on the Vegas Nation postgame edition. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. Raiders football is finally back and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Raiders tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another site, TickPick pick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. Now led under interim head coach Rich Bisaccia, everyone's going to want to see how the Raiders season continues to unfold and if they are in fact a playoff bound team. That's why you've got to visit TickPick.com slash Vegas Nation today to save $10 on your first order of Raiders tickets. We moved the heck out of the ball. You know, we had things that we wanted and uh, we just can't turn the ball, can't turn the ball over. Um, you know, can't throw interceptions. Uh, the strip at the end, I didn't see the guy. I was throwing the ball to Darren in the end zone. Um, I didn't see him, but the, you can't turn the ball over. That's why we lost the game. I mean, we come out and we're, we fight at the end. We get a touchdown. We get, you know, we win the game. We're talking about different stuff, you know, and not certain emotions and all that kind of stuff. Um, at the end of the day, we're football players, so we play football, you know. Um, but, yeah. Uh, she can't turn it over. All right. That was quarterback Derek Carr talking about their loss to the New York football giants. It's Heidi Fang, Adam Hill, and Ed Graney is going to jump in here too with us as we're speaking here at MetLife Stadium. Uh, Adam, uh, wanted to get your take on Deshaun Jackson announcing on his Instagram that he's going to be a Raider. What do you make of this? I mean, I think the, the Raiders were already talking to Deshaun Jackson. They already kind of knew that they might want to come to a deal. I, I don't think it made sense to sign him before today because you would have had to make a roster move. But, um, you know, they, they bring him in. And I think the Raiders saw the same thing we did, that they need a deep threat. They need to have somebody 
out on the field that can stretch the defense. And, you know, they hoped it would be Zay Jones. I know Hunter Renfro uh, today said, you know, he still thinks it could be Zay Jones. That was before uh, the Deshaun Jackson signing was was made official. They've they've raved about him all year. It's not like they just started doing that this week. Like, hey, we want to start talking this guy up because uh, Henry Ruggs is gone. They've, they've talked how much they love Zay Jones for a long time, but he just doesn't have that same speed. And we see what defenses have to do when the speed is on the field. We see how teams react differently. We see how the safeties uh, have to react to Henry Ruggs just being out there, whether he's getting passes or not. You have to cover him. And we talked about this last year. There was times when Henry Ruggs had a big impact on the game without even making a catch. So, you know, that is the element that they're missing. They need that speed guy. Deshaun Jackson's that guy. You saw it with the Rams. He wasn't really getting the ball, but he was helping their offense. He was stretching out the defenses. So that's what they want to bring him in here to do. And that's going to be his job. And I think it was pretty clear watching this game. And I think the, the Raiders brass looked at it and said, yeah, let's go find this speed. And, and Deshaun Jackson has speed. And there's no question about that. Uh, let me ask you one thing really quick um, because there were two names out there. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and Deshaun Jackson. And Odell Beckham Jr., I think, must clear waivers before someone can get him. Deshaun Jackson was a free agent. Give me your difference between those two, because I think those are the two names mentioned prominently in the last 48 hours with the Raiders. We know about Deshaun Jackson's speed. OBJ is younger than him. Uh, so, you know, either of you, I, I just I just wondered, is it just the speed on Deshaun Jackson? Why not OBJ? Yeah, I mean, I think, well, first of all, Deshaun Jackson's available now. <laughs> You can just go get him, and if you want to wait for for Odell, like possibly you might get him if you uh, let the waivers process play out, and if it doesn't, then maybe you have to negotiate afterwards. Um, he's a guy you can go get, and you can get him into the building and and start working with him. And I think they they need that help immediately. They got the Chiefs next week. That's a massive game for sure. So so that's a big part of it. And listen, Odell, like I love Odell Beckham. I think he's a very talented player, and I actually like him as a person, but. He's been drama everywhere that he's been. And Deshaun Jackson has at times as well. There's been some issues there. And, um, you know, there's been rumors, of course, around him for a long time in his career, but he's been a pretty solid citizen, uh, been a pretty good guy. So uh, I think that there is a difference. Like, this team does not need. Odell Beckham coming in and creating waves. Like, that's for sure something that they don't need. So uh, I think it's a combination of availability, speed, uh, and, you know, maybe trust him a little bit. And let's not forget, there is a pretty good relationship already between Mike Mayock and Deshaun Jackson. Mike Mayock was a guy in Philly when Deshaun Jackson was there, was calling some games uh, on their on their broadcast. So uh, I think there's a relationship there already between them. It'll be easy to kind of just bring him in and, and throw him right into the mix. As we look ahead now, the AFC West, looks like everybody has uh, five wins apiece. So it's going to come down to a lot of these tiebreakers and situations. Right now, the Chargers are on top because they have the tiebreaker of the Raiders. Um, Ed, what do you make of this division and, and the way it looks right now and the way it's shaping up to be? I mean, it's week to week. Like you said, I don't know really how good it is. And then Denver goes in and destroys a really good Dallas team today. Um, you know, the Raiders come here and lose after the whole Henry Ruggs situation. Kansas City um, struggling, but I think winning right now. Um, as we tape this, it's over. They won. They won the game. Um, and the Chargers uh, escaped Philly tonight. So I think it's exciting. I don't really know who's good, but it's close. And I think it's going to be an exciting race down to the end. I mean, look at the Raiders. The Raiders still have to play Kansas City twice. They have to play the Chargers again. They have to play Denver again. So these are huge games for the Raiders coming up. Raiders have a really tough stretch right now. Uh, Primetime against Kansas City, home to Cincinnati. 
who lost to Cleveland today, but I still think Cincinnati's a good team. And then at Dallas, and I know what happened today, but it's still Dallas on the road and Thanksgiving and all that comes with that. So, yeah, I mean, I think the, like I said, you don't have to be good to be close or exciting, right? It doesn't have to be a great division to be an exciting division. And I think that's probably at the end of the year what we're going to say. That's probably not a great division, but it could come down to tiebreakers, like you said. Yeah. Every, every single week, um, people say, well, this is the week Kansas City breaks out. This is the week Kansas City starts to look like themselves. And it's not happening. Today they played a Packers team without Aaron Rodgers and barely got by. And Jordan Love was atrocious in the game. And they only won by six. Like they're not crushing anybody. So I think the more we think like at some point Kansas City breaks out, it's just it's just not developing. It's not happening. And the fact that they don't have a third receiver is crushing them. Again, we just talked about it with the Raiders. You lose a deep threat on the field. And it changes everything about your offense. If you don't have a third guy to get open, and if you look and, and you watch the film on Kansas City, teams are bracketing Tyreek Hill, they're bra- bracketing Travis Kels, yes, Kels, uh, and and then there's nobody else. Nobody can get open. And so that is a problem. So people talk about the offensive line with Kansas City. It's it's the fact that they don't have a tertiary receiver uh, to get open down the field. So um, there's issues there with them. Their defense is actually playing a little bit better recently, which is probably scary for everybody else in the division. Uh, but everybody has flaws. I mean, you look up and down the league, everybody has, everybody everybody talked about the Buffalo Bills being just running away. They have this easy schedule. They're going to run away and hide from the rest of the AFC. They lose to Jacksonville today. So, you know, it's it's wide open all over the place. And uh, week to week, things change dramatically. You just talked about Cincinnati. They've been awful the last two weeks. Uh, they've got the Raiders coming up. So, uh, a lot going on in the AFC. And I think this, this conversation will be different in two weeks. And it'll be different two weeks after that. Adam, I just wanted to get your take on this because I know you were uh, writing this. Devontae Booker, how much did the Raiders miss him? I don't, I don't think they do. Um, I think they're. I mean, they've they've got Drake and Jacobs. I think they're they're fine without him. I think Devontae Booker is a good story. Um, obviously, very very solid player in his little short time with the Raiders. Um, goes over, had a hundred yards today, and then lost three yards. So he went back under a hundred. Uh, but he said it was just fun to be out there, like a kind of like playing a schoolyard game uh, against his old teammates and. Um, got to say hi to everybody. Got to interact with everyone again. But um, yeah, in the end. Uh, good game for Devontae Booker, and they'll get Saquon Barkley back soon. But he's a he's a good role player. He'll get you some yards. He'll he'll be a solid player for you. you can catch the ball to the backfield. He's dangerous. Um, but you know, I, I don't think that's the missing piece for the Raiders. Last thing, how do the Raiders fix uh, their red zone woes once they get back to practice? What do they start with it? I love that word woes. <laughs> I didn't use it today in the column, but I wish I had. Uh, red zone woes. Um, look, you just got to go look at the film and see what happened. And, you know, I mean, look, he, Derek Carr wasn't good today. He was admittingly not good. He missed Waller. If he hits Waller with the with the touchdown pass, maybe it's a different story and they eke out a win. And like Hunter Renfro said after the game, the questions are a lot different. And, you know, then the questions become more positive, like, hey, you move past Henry Ruggs' situation pretty quick. Hey, look, you found a way to win, even with Henry Ruggs' situation. So I think they're going to be fine in the red zone. He just didn't have a good game. He wasn't very good. And I gave him a lot of credit. He stood up there and says, hey, just write about me. I wasn't. I, this is on me. This one's on me. It happens. The guy's had an incredible season so far. You're going to get a stinker every once in a while. This happened to be his today. And I think they'll play much better on Sunday. At home, prime time, Kansas City, Mahomes. Given what happened last year in Allegiant Stadium against Kansas City and how that one ended, 
I suspect the Raiders will play really well Sunday night. And we'll have you caught up with all the previews, everything you need to know, what's going on with Deshaun Jackson when he comes on to the Raiders roster, all of those things we will have for you on VegasNation.com. Catch it also in print or online. So for Ed Graney, Adam Hill, I'm Heidi Fang. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Raiders, again, fall to the New York Giants here at MetLife Stadium 23-16, to and we'll be back next week with another postgame edition. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.